But if you care about spoilers, this episode is probably very safe to listen to because I'm going to talk about things. You should know there are dragons and giants because I'm going to talk about those. If knowing that there are, are dragons and giants in the story is a spoiler for you, it's too late. I've already spoiled it, but I am going to talk about those things. The first thing I want to talk about is the giants. Now, in the story, the giants do not use any sort of weapon. They have them walk in with the warriors, all the guys, all the, the free people, and they have swords. And I mean, all the free people all have swords and, and spears and maybe some shields and arrow, bows and arrows and stuff. And then the giant walks in with them. It looks incredibly cool and intimidating, but he doesn't have a weapon. Now, at first you'd be like, why don't they make a giant sword for him? But there are no other giants for him to fight. He's not fighting other giants. So it actually, a sword wouldn't make any sense. And a friend of mine who, who I said this to before I recorded this, uh, he said to me, this was the single most Canadian thing I have ever said. Why don't they give the giant a big fuck off hockey stick? I mean... He's fighting people that go up to like his shins. If they gave him a big hockey stick, he could just basically sweep them out of his way. He'd kill hundreds of people instead of like grabbing them or stomping them and stuff and bending down, maybe hurting his lower back. He could just sweep through again and again and again, just taking out hundreds and hundreds of people every single time. Now, you put some spikes or something on the bottom, on, on the blade of that hockey stick. You make the, the edge sharp, so you make it like a scythe. And now he's just shredding people down into little pieces. That would have been a way more efficient way to get the giant to be effective in battle. I mean, they were already effective because they were clearly so hard to kill. But they didn't give him anything to work with. And it's not like they didn't have trees. They saw big trees all over the place. They could have made him a weapon out of a tree. Like at least a club. But I'm like, why give him a club? He has to swing that down and swing it on different angles. A hockey stick actually gets the range of motion a giant would be looking for when actually fighting a group of human beings. So Game of Thrones, I have a big problem with the fact that the giants were not given any weapon. And specifically that that weapon was not a big fuck off hockey stick. I mean, imagine... You have to fight large guinea pigs. This would kind of be a similar situation. So there's a lot of them and they could be intimidating and overwhelm you. But for the most part, they're very soft and mushy and you could just crush them. So you need something that you could actually just... But you also want to be able to make a path so you can move. And this is why a hockey stick is better than a club. So if you ever going to write your fiction story and you're going to have a giant in the story as a species or a race or whatever they would be, you have to give them a weapon and the most sensible weapon would be one of two things, fuck off hockey stick or a scythe. Okay, the Quora, I, I went on Quora because I always do Quora questions and stuff and I looked, I just searched for Game of Thrones and most of it was garbage because it was way, way too specific and it was stuff I would never know about anyways. But the question was... Which Game of Thrones character could drink the most vodka in two hours? But again, the answer is self-evident because there are giants in the story and a giant could just physically drink way more vodka than a human could. So I think they didn't intend that as the answer. I think they were talking about characters within the story, like actual individuals. In which case, I would still just go for the biggest character. So it would be the mountain, uh, the big bodybuilder or maybe his brother because he's also really big because big people can just drink more inherently because of the size and volume of their body and they can just absorb more alcohol and they can just burn it off more quickly let's face it that wasn't much of a question i think it was supposed to be like a cool like who's the toughest question but really physiology is actually already dictated the answer and it's really the biggest people in it and therefore it's going to be one of the giants there are elements of Game of Thrones that are not believable to me. And it's not dragons or magic or the giants or the undead or anything like that. 
Um, because those are fictional elements, I can absolutely accept that they exist within the context of these stories. My biggest problem over the course of the show, so the last seven seasons, seven years, probably more within the actual story of the show, is that food production has not ground to a halt. Because everywhere they go, they're fighting battles and wars. Everything you see is people murdering each other constantly. If individuals are seen on the road by a main character, it is very, very likely that those individuals will die. Farmers that are met are always abused and killed by these other people. Unless they have some kind of giant overpopulation, by the later parts of the show, there should be no one who actually has time or, again, life enough to produce food. All the young people are going off to join armies. Uh, they're going off to fight wars and being murdered. All you would have left is a few old people to farm and they're always being abused right away. Every time you see a community being formed, they are immediately struck down by some untoward element because everyone in this show gets killed. And the thing is, there is no sustainable farming community that could survive long enough because all the military action you see needs to be supported by food. All those men being cut down, they no longer can go back to their farms and actually farm and raise food or families or anything to replace the food and people who have been killed. So I would have no problem if this continent was overpopulated in some way, so all these wars were actually sort of a culling. I do have a problem with the fact that everyone eats enough food. Because there is just no way that food production could be sustained from what I've seen in the show. So this was my main thought about Game of Thrones. And it's the Khaleesi story. And it's, I think, a better version of the Darth Vader story. So the Darth Vader story is that he was born... He was born of the Force, so he's Immaculate Conception. So there's only two Immaculate Conceptions I actually know of. One is Jesus, and the other is Darth Vader. But that's irrelevant. It's just one of those facts that you need to keep in the back of your mind that when people start talking about the story of Immaculate Conception, they should actually clarify which one they're talking about. He was born into slavery. He grew up. He hated slavery. He found a way to escape, and he found a way to escape because of some inherent powers that he had. And then he, the idea of slavery was offensive to him, so he wanted to become a ruler of the universe to bring it together. He wanted to abolish slavery and enforce rules and make things peaceful. And that is the same basic motivations you see for the Khaleesi character in Game of Thrones. She isn't born into slavery, but she is forced into slavery basically by her brother. And she sees it and she overcomes it. And part of the reason she overcomes it is because she has this inherent power. She is the mother of dragons. And then her goal now is to take over the continent, as, which is in this case the universe that they know of, and form a unified government or an empire. Within that empire, slavery will now be illegal. You can see that there's been some compromises between slavers and things like that, and people will go back and forth, and there's rebellions up against her, which she puts down. But really, she is the same character as Darth Vader fleshed out. People keep trying to manipulate her into doing things to their interests, and she pulls back at the end and starts doing what she thinks is right, even if it might be wrong. She oscillates. There's sort of a battle between good and evil. But her ultimate goal is to bring peace to the known world. And in this way, I see incredibly clear parallels between Darth Vader and Khaleesi. And as I've watched the character develop, it's become one of the more interesting aspects because I am now sit and watch it and wonder, 
How would Darth Vader behave in the same situation? So while we're on the topic of the Giants, and it's not the same as me talking about the Hulk, but I am clearly fascinated by big, strong things, manly things, things that could hold me in their arms and keep me warm at night. That's irrelevant. This is actually coming from a video game I'm playing where I am a human-sized person and I fight 14 to 15 foot opponents. And I've noticed that most of the time I am actually slashing their legs or quite possibly their crotch area. And these eventually lead to the opponent's death. So the giants in Game of Thrones actually would be suffering a similar fate because people aren't walking up and hitting them in the chest and head very often. It's going to be a lot of little people attacking their thighs and calves and groin area to the point where they actually die. And I'm just thinking... Perhaps that is one of the most horrible deaths imaginable. Having your calves hacked apart so much that you actually die. Now, I'm sure realistically what would happen is you would get hacked in the legs and then fall down and then they would stab you in other parts. But in the game I'm playing, I actually hit people in the legs and the crotch area until they die. And that's just it. I don't have really any conclusion other than in addition to the big fuck-off hockey stick, perhaps they should get some shin guards or maybe some something wrapped around their leg area. Then they would be basically impenetrable when they were in the melee of battle. I'm just saying, with a little more thought, the giants in Game of Thrones could be almost indestructible. And maybe they need to play a few video games to figure this stuff out, because I figured it out by playing video games and watching the show at the same time, putting two, three different ideas together. That's, that's how a, a convalescence of thought works. That's how making something perfect works. You, you take from here and over here, and you put together, make something new. And maybe I just broke Game of Thrones. So that might be the actual issue. But they got dragons and stuff. They could kill a giant. Hey, sexy friend. He's making me his bitch. Thank you for listening. If you have questions or comments, you can tweet at VelociPeter or email VelociPodcast at gmail.com. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, a cast or go to velocipeter.com slash podcast.